Mike or Matt to stop clicking and tapity. I will never. I will never. Welcome to Justice Losers, a podcast where we talk about pop culture media, namely movies, TVs, and comics. I'm your host, Preston, joined as always by my delightful co-host. <coughs> nice. Yep, that's me. Just <coughs> today. What should people do? Like, subscribe, tell a friend. Awesome. Uh, specifically, check out our. What did I say last? We said Instagram last time, so uh, yeah. check out our Facebook. Um, we should be better at doing stuff on Facebook. Yeah, I used to post movie reviews on there, we but now I mostly just forget to. No, that's not true. If we do stuff, people would follow us. I mean, like, we need followers to do stuff like I want to kind of do, like, polls and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. We can do some, like, Facebook's a good place to do polls and things and stuff like that, so. But mm-hmm. we don't advertise, so it doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> but! Sure. Anyway. Yeah, post. That's a place where you can post on our wall. That's something that you can do. So hit us up there. Tell us your thoughts about... Uh, tell us about Comic-Con, because that's happening as we record, and yep. it's what we'll be talking about in our next episode. Also, discuss the current political climate. No, don't. No, please don't. <laughs> <laughs> please, God, don't. Uh, so yeah, do that. Um, not what you went up to. Uh, actually nothing. Like, usually it's mostly nothing, but I did one or two little things, but as you can tell by my voice, I've been kind of sick this week, mm-hmm. and when I haven't been curled up on the couch just trying not to die i've been working and so um yeah it's just kind of been a a long week of doing as little as possible i will say um <coughs> nice so uh hannah's been studying for the cpa this summer and she'll occasionally take a break to watch a little tv but she's not doing any of the shows that we've been watching together because you kind of got to get involved and she like yeah. Sometimes she'll have to take three weeks and just really buckle down and study or something. Yeah. She didn't have the time. Um, so she, she's been uh, rewatching New Girl, which I've been watching over her shoulder and mm-hmm. not really enjoying. Mm. Um, the humor's kind of off-putting, and most of the characters are pretty unlikable. Hmm. Um, but I keep seeing interesting names in the credits. Um, so Jake Kasdan is, I think the showrunner or one of the major producers um you might recognize him because i believe he's the son of lawrence caston who directed empire strikes back oh i think unless i'm completely mixing him up with someone else but it's got the name caston mm-hmm. um he i think he directed yeah he directed the new jumanji movie okay so yeah he's um that's an interesting name. Uh, Peyton Reed directed a couple episodes. So you might know as the Ant-Man do- guy. Yep. Not the Ant-Man actor, the Ant-Man director. Yep. And Dr. Edgar Wright was booted. Uh-huh. And the score is by Oscar-winning composer Ludwig Göransson. Who? Black Panther guy. Oh. Nice. Yeah. So. score for that show? Yeah, it's just sort of generic. Bum, bum, ba-dum, 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 bum. Yeah, very generic. When they'll, like, like when they transition changing, or something, yeah. yeah. You know, it's a, yeah. Um, and then the other one she's been watching is H2O, which is the terrible Australian oh, mermaid show. Oh, God. <laughs> no. It's so H2 fun, but no. it's really awful. But it's fun. H2O. <laughs> it's very silly. Yeah. All so. Right. So you really haven't been up to much. No. I've watched about three episodes of each of those, sort of half paying attention. All right. Yep. That's been it. I, uh,. I finished my, uh, my what I have of the Flash, uh, Mark Wade Flash. I still have book six to get, but uh-huh. I'm going to get that at some point. Feels like he'd be really good on the Flash. I know I've said this before, but because I read 
volume one of his Daredevil run. Mark Wade. Yeah. Yeah. And it's bad because he doesn't know how to write Daredevil. He writes him as sort of this happy-go-lucky, carefree kind of character, mm-hmm. which Daredevil's all about the angst, man. Did you even see the menu show? <laughs> uh, yeah. No, he does. He, he does great on the Flash. Um, there's a lot of really interesting. Like he does. He does a lot of like reevaluations of like what makes the flash mm-hmm. um and kind of fleshes out the power set and stuff like that a little bit more changes a few things here and there but otherwise it's like it's it's great i don't know why i said otherwise it's just great mm-hmm. um and i started reading george perez's run of wonder woman i am one issue it where it's the sorry i've been hiccuping water um nice i'm one issue in one uh, one long issue <coughs> in, uh and it, it's just the setup of like the gods and Ares being like it's basically the setup of the like where the Amazons came from, mm-hmm. uh, and then her being born, and then her doing the whole uh, uh, like in the Wonder Woman movie, they, uh, she does the competition and hides herself like Matt puts puts a mask on to do the competition, mm-hmm. and then, well, uh, so they all put a mask on because they don't want to be like the idea is you don't want to you don't want your competitors to hold back because they they're fighting like one of their best friends. So they, right. You're not supposed to know. And she wins. And it's unfortunate because Polito was like, no, you can't enter the competition. So then she enters the competition because she's a rebellious young little scamp, mm-hmm. uh, wins. And then Hippolyta's like, no shit. I can't say no. Cause you won. And that's the, that's the, that's the will of the gods. So let's do this. Um, and she puts on her things and then that's the end of the issue. And mm-hmm. it's just like, kind of i don't know what's what's coming up next all i know is aries is really pissed off and gonna do some stuff uh i have also watched a few things i rewatched the justice league war uh animated movie mm-hmm. which is it's great i forgot how good it was it's just i mean it's really generic but it's got funny moments um what i really like that they do is uh dark side is huge and you'd imagine like someone like that who's just super like, who's like huge and big and stuff are like lumbering, but he's fucking quick. Like mm-hmm. him going, him and Superman going toe to toe is just like, like it's it's crazy how like they animated him as fast as Superman. Mm-hmm. So like imagine like someone like six times the size of Superman, just as fast, and also with his Omega beams, and they really show him to be a formidable foe. And like the only way they can stop him is by like literally stabbing <coughs> his eyes out. Um, Whoa! And they do some interesting stuff. Uh, there's some weird shit with Cyborg's uh, body. He starts off as just this giant hunk of metal, basically, and it slowly kind of slims down, huh. but like randomly. So like he'll be like he'll be like uh, he someone was punching the shit out of his face, and it like broke off like chunks of the metal, so you can kind of see his human face. Mm-hmm. The rest of him is just still 100% metal. Uh, and then like there's a point where he's saying something, he kind of stands up and the metal shrinks it's like very noticeable and i'm like okay why did it choose then to to decide to shrink um it's a it's a metaphor for erections yes just out of nowhere it's just like hey i'm gonna do a thing now and you're like why yep i'm in science class (laughs) (laughs) um well science is the sexiest class you can do some fucking chemistry uh uh, but I know the next one is uh, the trench, and I'm thinking uh, the reason I say that is like because most of these movies, the ones that are based on the the uh, New Fifty Two runs, 
are almost verbatim from the comics. Mm. Um, except, in, I know in the did I say the trench? Yep. War for War for Atl- or uh, Atl- the Throne of Atlantis. There it is. Okay. Um, it's just called Throne of Atlantis. Uh, there's one key thing that they changed where in the comics, Cyborg doesn't want to replace his last, his like second lung, his, his remaining lung, mm-hmm. uh, because that's what makes him human. But, and so he has to wear a mask going underwater, but in the movie, he's like, ah, fuck it. I'm mostly a robot anyway. And just like, like fully change that whole thing, okay. uh, which is fine. It like, it adds a little bit different, uh, attitude to stuff. Mm-hmm. Then you get stuff like Gotham by Gaslight, which is just entirely different from the comics. <laughs> uh, and then I also watched, weirdly, I uh, saw a video of like, ha, huh, funny moments from this, Batman versus Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the thing that came out in March. Oh, yeah. That was the thing, wasn't it? And it's actually really great. Huh. It's so much fun. It So <coughs> I texted you I texted you a couple things about mm-hmm. it. Uh, first of all, <coughs> Troy Baker... What a phenomenal voice actor. Like, I have a new respect for him because it took me until, like, almost the end of the movie to realize it was Troy Baker doing both Batman and the Joker mm-hmm. because it sounds exactly like Kevin Conroy and Mark Hamill. <laughs> but Mark Hamill, but the Joker sounded just, like, a little bit bassier. And uh-huh. I was like, something's a little off. Do they have someone else doing it? And I look it up and, like, I go to the IMDb and I just go to, like, that. You, you your initial, like, the, the the cast right and it's got like just the the big ones mm-hmm. and you go and it doesn't show anything it just shows Tro- Troy Baker as Batman and I was like oh interesting like I guess he can do a deep voice and then I didn't see Joker anywhere so I hit see all cast and it was like Troy Baker Joker slash Batman I'm like holy fuck <laughs> <laughs> what a guy yeah um but it's so much fun uh I kind of want to go watch Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles now like kind of see like some of the highlights of the shows and stuff like that okay um because their dynamic is really fun mm-hmm. uh, and very clearly different personalities which is something that obviously they tried to do yeah um it's the only way you're gonna make four turtles that look the same interesting yeah and they all actually look different in the movie too oh. they all have very distinct characteristics besides the different colored masks right. like leonardo is uh or leonardo is the blue one <laughs> he's kind of the leader. He looked the most generic. Donatello is like he's like taller and kind of like slender mm-hmm. and has smaller eyes. Uh uh Michelangelo's the super deed guy and he's the one with the orange and he's the uh nunchucks guy and always on a skateboard. Uh <coughs> and uh um what's the last one? Michelangelo yep. is the red, uh, and he's got, like, a scar on his face. Just got to remember your Renaissance yeah. artist. Yeah, it's actually funny. So they do a lot of, like, really funny references to everything. So first of all, so they show up because uh, they tracked Splinter from New York to Gotham, and they, they get the Gotham, and the whole time Leonardo's like, I fucking love this place. There's just blimps everywhere. And it does, like, the, a glory shot of basically from the animated show where there's just blimps over Gotham. Uh, and that's a recurring thing. There's just the thing that the GCPD has blimps yeah. everywhere for some reason. And it's funny. Like, it's so rarely ever explicitly pointed out. And he's just like, what? A- New York doesn't just have blimps <laughs> flying everywhere? No. Why do you need blimps? <laughs> I think because Tim Burton's ver- vision did in the animated show was to accompany Tim, Bur- Tim Burton's uh-huh. movies. So and it's like it's in the comics too. There's blimps in the comics too. Oh. Um, it's it, that was Weird. funny. Uh, 
they actually do a really fun uh, kind of pairing them up with members of the Bat family. So uh, obviously you got um, Leonardo, not Leonardo. Uh, shit. Who's the leader? Is it Leonardo that's the leader? I think so. God, I keep – I. so Donatello is the nerdy one. He partners up with Batgirl, who's like the brainiac eidetic memory, and like she right. th- that's a fun little partnership. Uh, <coughs> Michelangelo uh, is the orange, and he's the surfer dude. He actually, his pair uh, pairing, so like at the like they kind of pair up a little bit, like just interactions, and then there's a there's a uh, closure interactions at the very end of like the pairing off. He actually like the surfer dude, like surf uh, or uh, like skateboarding everywhere, and always eat, like and the one more about pizza. Mm-hmm. It's actually paired with Alfred. Nah. Which is so fun. <laughs> uh, then you have uh, um, uh, Leonardo. So Leonardo must have been leaders paired with Batman, obviously. And then who's – I literally said their names, but I'm forgetting them again. Michelangelo? Where's Raphael? Oh, Raphael's the, the red one with the, scra- with the scratch. Uh. Michelangelo, uh, Mikey, is the orange surfer dude. Donatello's the nerd. Leonardo's the leader. And Raphael is the – he's got the um, – the size and he's the one that's like the i'm gonna kill everyone one he's mm. the angry one partnered him with robin with damian wayne nah. which was a lot of fun <laughs> because like it's just they're like he he's a 10 year old kid with also just like angst and mm-hmm. he's just like the one that's like angry and then like at the end murder buddies yeah murder buddies um there has the, a question was raised from me from me to me why swords for a kid's cartoon that they never use it? So he actually fought uh, – you see actually see swords and size because I understand the nunchucks and the bow staff because you can just conk people in the head and that's fine. <coughs> but like they're called size, right? The, the little three-bladed things, Electra has them. Um, he said size. They stole my size. I don't, I don't yeah. know if that's short for something. I don't know. Cybert? Probably. Know. <laughs> no, uh, so whatever those are, I think size. Uh he was fighting uh, Bane? Not Bane. He was fighting somebody. But he would not use the blades. He would use, like, his wrists. And, like, uh-huh. he would palm it. And I'm like, I want to see an R-rated Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Or shit. Because, like, with this one, they show Rachel Ghoul beheading people. Like, they hmm. don't shy away from blood in this one. Like, they, well, they do mostly. Like, kind of yeah. hide some of the stuff, but... Because it's Nickelodeon partnership. Yeah. But, like, it, they don't mind using swords for real. And, but, like, the teenage, like, DMT don't, the turtles don't, like, kill. And so it just makes no sense to have the blades. And I'm sure that there's something that adr- that's addressed like that in the show. If any of our listeners are, like, huge <coughs> uh, TMNT fans that can explain that to me, please do. Because it just makes no sense to me why have things that can kill people. Like, the, the sole purpose of them is to kill people, but they don't... Like, why use the swords? Like, if you're going to have the swords, obviously the point is to stab and use the blades. Right. Why not just change it to, to uh, Eskrima sticks? Like Nightwing, where you can use it to conk people. Like, it... Because Superman, his powers are killable. You can kill people. But the, the whole point is he has to use it... Like, the nature of them, he can't not use them to fight. Right. He can't change his uh, heat vision up for warm vision. Like, yep. <laughs> like, you have the capability to change from swords. Why keep swords if you're just not going to kill people with it? it? Never made sense. Yeah. But they had a lot of – there was so many funny jokes just like uh, – uh, so like the um, 
forgetting his name again, Michelangelo made a joke about like all the blimps. Way later, they're falling from the sky, and they, like he and Donatello like shrink into their shells because like they'll to protect them, mm-hmm. and they just go. Boop, boop, boop. He's like, ah, blimps! <laughs> like landed on a blimp. Um, there's a really funny moment. They do a lot of stuff with the tur- like with the tur- idea of the, the turtles. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bane is there, and he's like, I'm the one that broke the bat. Picks up Donatello and cracks him on the knee like he did with Batman, and like shatters his knee <laughs> on the shell. And he's just like, ah! <laughs> that was really funny. That's good. Um, it's just uh, there's actually some. Uh, uh, I can't. I don't want to get too much into it. We could talk forever about it. I fully recommend it. It's actually got a hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. Um, it's got like a seven on Metacritic Critic or whatever, but it's it's an animated kid. Yeah, no, seventy is like, a solid score on Metacritic. Yeah, but it's just so much fun, and I wholeheartedly recommend it. Um, I we might I might be having some people over possibly tonight, and I'm like, we're gonna we can watch that again because I've got it for thirty days, so I'm gonna watch it as much as I can because it's <laughs> wonderful. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I did that. Uh, is there anything else I do? I think it looks like we, I don't think there is anything else I did. That's pretty much it. Okay, I remembered a couple other things I did that ah. aren't real things, but okay. Shout out to uh, Veronica Zilieva, who was uh, one of the best high school chess players in Oklahoma when I first came here, and she's since graduated and gone to USC. But she's still young enough that she's playing. Actually, just finished playing in the. I just shouldered my <coughs> mic really hard. Uh, she just finished playing in the U.S. Girls Junior Championship. Uh, and she had kind of a rough tournament, but she was uh, the lowest rated, I think, going in. Mm-hmm. Um, and her last game, she just finished uh, right as you picked me up, pretty much. A oh. uh, 131-move win where she had to checkmate with a knight and bishop against Lone King, which is one of the hardest checkmates to execute over the board. Hmm. And she did it. So, shout out to her. Go. Good good for her. Um, she should listen to our show. Oh, I mean... I don't know. Find a way to get her. If anybody knows her, tell her to listen to our show and comment somewhere. I mean, I sort of know her. Oh, should get her to listen to our show. Are you friends with her on Facebook? Yeah. Oh, shit. Get her to listen to her. <laughs> I thought you I was prepared for you to say no and be like, then you don't fucking know her. <laughs> this is 2019. If, you don't, if you're not friends with them on Facebook, you don't know them. Yep. <laughs> uh, and then I've been reading uh, Song of Ice and Fire a bit more. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, Still not super far in. Not much has happened. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Ned went to see Gendry. That was, I think, the last chapter I read. Oh, I found Robert's Barathe- Robert Baratheon's bastard son. Yeah, except he just he gets to think that in his inner monologue because oh. you can get away with that in a book. Yeah, <laughs> yes, you can. Yep. Yep. Um, well, it's... also the animated movie that. Sorry, it uses the classic blue and gray Batman, not black, and okay. so it's a little bit more fun. Anyway, mm-hmm. continue. Sorry. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, it's still there's a lot of bad. I need to I need to just start every week find an example or two of just bad writing or turns of phrase yeah. Yeah. and bring it in, and then talk about how good the story is. Yeah, because <clears throat> the story is really good, and even though I've read this part twice, or maybe even three times, because um, I think I read the first two books twice. Or once before. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll explain it later. Okay. Um, <laughs> I just pulled something out of my wallet and that gave me the weirdest look. I'm just, I'm confused. Most confused. I'll explain it. It kind of looked like like a, like a birth control pills thing. Like drugs. Right. Like so, drugs. something like, so, yeah. Um, I mean, at this point, it's still all stuff that's happened before, but I'm still really yeah. interested. 
and intrigued. Yep. So, yep. Uh, that's all the things I've been up to in as much as I've been all up right. to anything at all. Uh, we are going to actually uh, bypass news for this week. Uh-huh. Uh, since currently Comic-Con is going on, pretty much all of the news that is happening is all revolved around Comic-Con. So instead, we're going to do bypass news. Get your double bypass. Get your triple bypass. Get your quadruple bypass. That's all I know about bypasses. They've got I barely even know what a multiples. bypass is. Is it just when you poop a lot or something? What's a uh, bypass? No, I think it's like a heart surgery. Oh. Oh, oh yeah, gastro by uh, gastro bypass. I don't think so. Something. Is it we like should do you... bypass references in movies. There's one in Toy Story, the first one. Is there? I think so. Oh, we know nothing. We're not medical people. Nope. Matt Proberg, if you're listening, you fucking tell me. I'm pretty certain he still went to school for like medical school, medical school. He's my friend from Georgia. Ah. Yeah, one of my best friends. What's a bypass? Let us know. Yeah, tell us. I, like, for, I, I'm drawing a blank. I'm also very tired, so I'm pretty certain he went to medical school. He wanted to go to medical school. I don't remember if he's done with it hmm. or even went, went through with it, though. Tell us on Facebook. There, tie it yeah. back to that thing. Or just fucking text me if you don't want to, like. No, we need fan engagement. In yeah, public. put it on Facebook. Don't text me. Yeah. <laughs> Coward. Um, <coughs> so, Matt, what I just pulled out of my wallet was my attempt at preparing for this episode Mm. it is a list of the top rated movies of 2014 okay and it's uh it's i i I went to the metacritic and i sorted it i was like best movies of 2014 and then i was like all on amazon prime and then i took like the top couple Uh and then uh then I went at the top, like, two or three or four. Um, and then I just went to the top ones in general. Mm-hmm. I did that for, like, Amazon Prime, Hulu, and Netflix. Then I went to the top ones in general and highlighted the ones in each of those lists that were in, like, the top 20. Okay. And then I wrote, like, the remaining ones that I wanted to watch. Uh, watched none of these. Well done. I fully failed on preparing for this. Yep. Um, however. Okay. This is the year that has one of my favorite movies. And it is one of the top movies. Oh, yeah. Locke! Locke happened 2014. We talked about it last episode. What the fuck? Did Metacritic steer me wrong? Oh, you know what it might be? It might be listed as 2013 on IMDb because it might have gotten a festival release the fall of 2013. 2013, yeah. Fuck. But it probably didn't get its full release until 2014. Damn it. Oh, any other movies that I, I have seen? None of these movies. Well, none oh, of Oh, I saw Snowpiercer. We'll get to that one. That was 2014? That says it's 2014. Yeah, I think that might have been the same problem. Oh, yep. So, 2013 in Venice, 2014 in the United Kingdom for Locke. Uh, so, we'll talk about Locke again! Yay! <laughs> no, I we mean, won't. well, we like Locke. I really like Locke. Locke is good. Locke Watch is Locke. great. Um... So, 2014, what a year. We were graduating from high school, Snow going off to college. also 2013. Yeah, same thing. What the shit? <clears throat> it's because IMDb does whenever it is first released in any context whatsoever for any public consumption. And Medicare So, I have literally does. seen none of the movies that are actually officially 2014. Oh, I think you've seen a few of these. Well, we'll get to those then. Uh, so, we, do we start with popular or best? Uh, Metacritically best. I don't know. I don't have a super formalized way of doing this. I just say 2014. 
What it was, happened? It was a year. Uh, we graduated from high school. Oh, shit, we did. And we went to college. We? Yeah. Oh, that was... I remember, because the first movie I saw in theaters in Oklahoma yeah. would have been Guardians of the Galaxy. I, uh, I broke up with my first girlfriend that summer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that was around that... Wow, that was... Guardians of the... Really? Yeah. Holy crap. Because we, we hadn't met yet. Because, I mean, bad Guardians. Uh, I probably went to see it with my sister, maybe? Because I wouldn't have gone to see it with my ex. Because she really didn't care. What? Why is my volume on, Joe? Very unprofessional. God, International Association of Haters with Jimmy Espin. What the fuck did you just send me? I'm going to turn off my volume and ignore that for now. Okay. Um... Yeah. What a yeah. year. Yeah, what a year. For us, at least. Uh, the Oscars were busy being won by stuff like uh, Theory of Everything, starring Eddie Redmayne and uh, Birdman. Oh, okay, there's Birdman. And Whiplash. Oh, I did see Whiplash. Yep. And uh, Imitation Game. As a drummer, stressful fucking movie to watch. I bet. <laughs> Imitation Game. I saw that one, too. Why? What? <laughs> Grand Budapest Hotel. I had not seen that one. Okay. Uh, you want to talk about any of those real quick? Uh, Imitation Game was a thing. Yeah. Um, I really, really enjoyed that movie. But it's one of those movies that, like, I feel bad for enjoying because it's apparently the ally culture is fully fucking against it. Hmm. It's Okay, so it's one of those things. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to dance a fine line right here. Probably fall into a whole, get me a whole bunch of hate on the internet if this, if this shit gets popular. I'm going to keep my mouth wisely closed. Um... So the idea is that this is not a good movie for, uh, like, LGBTQ because it, like, it pushes hit the fact that he was gay under the rug. Mm. I think, okay, so that, and that's and where I'm going to kind of get a little, a little t- 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 dangerous, risky, is that's the fucking point. Like, so the whole thing is that he was hiding actual, not Alan Tudyk. Turing. Turing. <laughs> Alan Turing was hiding that because it was super not okay. Yeah. So the movie did that. It put you in that position where you're like, I, he's hiding this shit. And then they're like, oh, and then they like punished him for being gay. Because that happened. You're kind of just telling a real life story. actually castrated for being gay. Yeah. It's a brutal story, but. That's the point. Yeah. So when people like, and this is where I'm like balancing this it's like i get that it's not great to like show people being punished for gay because like if like there's some close-minded people that watch it then they just get like yeah they deserve it or i don't fucking i, I can't don't. imagine someone watching that rooting for the government to castrate benedict cumberbatch uh there are some really shitty people yeah <laughs> benedict cumberdick dumbass i apologize benedict cumberdick <laughs> benedict no, nah, there's a castration joke in there. I know. I'm trying to figure out how that works. <laughs> uh, been a bad... Encumbered? Cut her dick? No. No. Cut her... Nah, fuck it. Whatever. Um, but yeah, no. that it. I really liked that movie. It was It was a lot of fun. It's not like my top 15... Not like way up there. Yeah. But like it was a thoroughly enjoyable movie. And if it like if someone goes, Hey, you wanna watch this? or it's like on there on Netflix for free, I will likely watch it because I have a stupid tendency of rewatching movies that I know I like rather than working through my giant list of movies and shows that I need to watch. Yeah, I mean that's a <laughs> that's a that's a pretty natural thing. I think I think in general the world falls into two categories. People that would rather watch something that they know and enjoy. 
um, or people that would rather watch something new and fresh. Yeah. And the breakdown is very weird. Um, so me and my mom would much rather watch new movies that we haven't seen before, get yeah. a new experience, learn new things. My dad and my brother are both like, I've seen this six times. I know I like it. I know I'm going to have a good two hours if I watch it. Yeah. Which I'm not going to fault that people for, for being wrong. Years. I'm not going to fault people for being wrong and choosing the second option. <laughs> <coughs> but you're wrong. Yeah. Have no experiences. Broaden your horizons. I mean, yeah. And uh, uh, like I did that for 10 years. I watched. Yeah, I'm not gonna fucking say it again. Uh, yep. But so like I'm, it's it, it's this weird. You guys like probably have noticed lately. Hey, I watched a new movie. It's definitely one of my favorite movies. Yeah. Because I have a very small number of movies that I've seen. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's fun. You're kind of at this perfect point where you haven't seen very many movies, but you've developed at this point pretty good criteria for picking what like a movie that you think you'll enjoy. And you surrounded yourself with people that know movies pretty well. Yeah. And so like, you're just going to happen onto a lot of movies you really like for a few years here. It's It's going to be a good time. Ones that I just do not like. Like, I mean, I've had the movies I don't like. Yeah. Boy. Uh, (laughs) Those movies happen, but those aren't the ones that I like seek out to watch. Those are the ones that like we have to watch. Yeah. (laughs) Which is unfortunate. Yep. Uh, they should make better movies. They they should. Uh, it's crazy how much I can talk myself down from a movie. By the way, which was yeah, that was funny. How that that was very it. entertaining. I so you should you should go listen to our uh, Spider Man review. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, if you haven't seen it yet, and you, that's why you didn't see it, or you don't listen to any of our reviews, and you're concerned about spoilers, we do have a giant chunk. Not giant. We have a significant chunk uh, where there's not spoilers. Yep. Um, and we still talk about it. And I came in and was like, that was such a great movie. Yeah. And then about 10, 15 minutes in, I was like, yikes. Yeah, no. That was a rough movie. You started out like way above me in terms of opinion, <laughs> and you just plummeted past me. <laughs> <laughs> it is, it's, it's a fun movie. Yep. That's the best I can say for it. I will maintain, I, I think it is, it is good. Yeah. It's, it's got some serious issues if you want, if you want to poke at them. Yeah. Uh, anyway, that's not the movie we're talking about. <laughs> that's, um, a, that's a review although thing. Although there's a thing we only say in reviews. <laughs> Don't do that. But uh, the call ahead reference: there is a, a Spider-Man sequel this year. Uh, uh, but I want to finish talking about the Imitation Game real quick. Wow, that is shocking. Yep. Huh. What a. Uh, let, let's not address the rhinoceros in the room yet. <laughs> God, that was terrible. <laughs> mine was at least kind of good. Yours was just the worst. Uh, I liked mine better. Um, no, Imitation Game, It going into it before seeing it. It's a drop-dead bad movie. <laughs> okay. Oh, that right. was so okay. mean. Okay. That was... That was... <laughs> That one was like a kind of a, like a, a double stab. Of oh, it. Like boy. Like the drop and the dead part. Like Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, we go and move on. Yeah. Moving on! Stop. <laughs> uh, I hate myself. You stupid goblin. <laughs> God damn it. Oh, uh, we broke ourselves. This whole episode is going to be <laughs> stupid puns about the amazing Spider-Man 2 uh, and the Curse of Electro. Let me finish. Is there, a, is there a colon for that movie? No. It's just... That's me... that's one of the rare sequels since about 2010 that's just been two. Two, yeah. <coughs> oh, yeah, you're right. Um, 
Anyway, what were we talking about? Uh, we were talking about Imitation Game. Oh, you, yeah. You said your thing. I, I really like this movie. Mm-hmm. It's um going in, I was like, okay, this will be one of those kind of um, high floor, low ceiling, Hollywoodized, dramatized stories. That... Wind fell from a high floor. Stop it, Preston. Nope. You're done. <laughs> uh, that like, it'll be, it'll be pretty good. I'll enjoy it. It'll do a lot of things right. But I won't remember it in six months. Sort of a, I don't know, a Hidden Figures type mm-hmm. deal. Where it's good. It does a lot of things right. It's got some good stuff to say. I don't remember anything about that movie. Yeah. Um, but no, Imitation Game, I think it's stronger than that. Um, it's got some issues, to be sure. The pacing is a little weird at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, I watched this movie before I really like learned how to appreciate movies. I think I watched this movie before we started the podcast. Probably. I, mean, I would have I would have talked about it, and I don't remember talking about it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but no, it's uh, the, partly the acting's really good, and it's just kind of a, a interesting story of sort of some very technical behind the scenes kind of stuff mm-hmm. almost, which I always am intrigued by. Um, yeah, no, it's a it's a it's quite a good movie. Mm-hmm. Ben Abatch Cumberdick is a great actor. Yep. Uh, you want to talk about Whiplash at all? Ah, uh, Whiplash. Does the thing? Hmm. It has a very, very particular audience to get what they want you to feel. So what I mean by that is, <coughs> anyone can watch this movie, but the <coughs> way that it's they... not true. You're not allowed to watch this movie unless you have at least three years of musical experience. <laughs> they do a blood test at the theater before you can even watch. If you're watching it like on a DVD, you have to like cut your finger and like drop it in the yeah. The drive. Like the DVD, the DVD box comes with like a little lancet like they give diabetic people <laughs> no it doesn't even uh xboxes don't even do that you just gotta cut your hand with a serrated knife and just drop it on the no but uh so anyone can watch this movie and enjoy the uh the intensity of uh that uh, the intensity of the man that is jk simmons mm-hmm. um and miles teller is a phenomenal like <laughs> stuttering uh, kind of actor like mm-hmm. character um, so you can do that kind of stuff really well, but it, the way they do it is in such a way that the people who are extensively experienced with music, like with being musical and being in any sort of like competitive situation, mm-hmm. such as chair tests, mm-hmm. that shit. Mm-hmm. That movie brings those all of those <coughs> terrors back to life and just throws it in your face of this terrifying like, uh, like it, it, well chair test like so uh, competing with other members, also, like just the 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 really basic standard terror uh, terrors of a musician of a school musician mm-hmm. forgetting your music concerts coming up. Like just being late for the concert, yep. not having your—I uh, don't think they do anything about not having your t- your tux. I don't think they cover that think one. So, no. But um, and then just the then they do the the they touch on the thing that's even more prevalent for people that actually pursue the degree themselves uh, for music is like just the intense amount of practice and dedication you have to put into it, and kind of like the the struggling. And I've I've equated the it a little bit to black swan of like the mm. um tormented artist kind of situation okay. um and it. it it's menacing and the, you get another level if you're a drummer of just like yeah no i bet uh i luckily have never bled on my drums before but i yep. know people who have <laughs> 
because I've bled on the piano before. It's I mean I mean from from playing. Yeah. Really? How do you do that on piano? Um. So I was there was a solid six months or so in high school where I was trying to learn the Prokofiev Toccata, which is it's it's way above my level at my absolute best. Uh-huh. Um, and the end has this passage where the right hand plays a glissando and the left hand does a little like descending. Mm. And so if you're playing a glissando on a piano, glissando means you just like um, that thing where you like just run your hand up the que- the keyboard and the you, keyboard. It, the, yeah, that's the, the word, <laughs> the keyboard and uh, uh, just play all the notes and kind of, it, it's not even playing. It's just running them together. Um, and the way you do that on a piano is you lay your hand down fingernail side to the keys and just run your hand up. Mm-hmm. And so I really tore up like right under my, uh, right below my fingernails on my middle finger and yeah. ring finger. Cause I'd practice that for half an hour, 45 minutes, just the glissando with the yeah. left hand. So yeah. Yeah. There's a little bit of bleeding on pianos. Yeah. So the, with drums, that I mean, you can feel. Actually, you can kind of see it because I played today. Uh, I I mean, I'm not gonna do visuals. So you can kind of, you, Matt can kind of see that my mm-hmm. finger right there is like a little red. That's because I played today a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like you you can make and break a blister in the same session, and that can cause bleeding. Uh, I've had it. I've done it a couple times, but it's never bled. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so that like just him just like tearing his hands up. Um. I believe someone forgot their sticks, which is a real terror for mm-hmm. drummers because, like, you can go to a place where, like, hey, we've got the drum set. No way do they have drumsticks. Like, that's just you – know, it's your own thing. Yep. But, um, yeah, so I, I kind of felt that uh, – I it's been since seeing Whiplash that I actually got into playing jazz on drums. So I <coughs> haven't experienced it that yet. I kind of want to go back and watch it and see, like, because apparently Caravan is a ridiculously – Oh no, Whiplash, the actual the the titular song, mm. or is it Caravan? One of them has a really Caravan. weird, fast, odd time signature, mm-hmm. um, which is you know again a nightmare for oh all musicians really, but drummers are the ones that actually have to keep it going. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah. All right. I never really liked Whiplash. Um, I don't know why. It kind of should be up my alley. It's a well-made movie with good acting about musicians and mm-hmm. stress, and it's kind of high tension. It just, I don't know. It felt like it was too excited about ideas I thought were obvious. Okay. Um, so, like, this tension between wanting to be the best and the the harsh instructor, but is he too harsh? He's definitely too harsh. Yeah. But he's pushing you to achieve perfection. Um, and it, it seemed like something that had been done so many times before. But that might have just been part of the fact that I also kind of grew up in this music world. Yeah. I was a little less in that because I only um, my only experience playing an ensemble was orchestra in high school. And when I started out, I started my first year in orchestra. I've been playing violin for like three months. Mm-hmm. So I knew that I was the worst person in the room. This is an orchestra for people that have been playing for like five years. Yeah. Um, but and so I was OK with that. <clears throat> and I kind of slowly worked my way up and just every forward steps an achievement, every backward step as well. These people are better than me anyway. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I don't know. It just, it never clicked for me. Hmm. So, I don't know. Well, yeah. Yep. I, I like it. So, <coughs> anyway, I don't know why I said that. Like, I was just like, oh, I didn't like it anyway. Anyway. Fucking. Um, moving on. Moving on. Uh, I haven't seen Theory of Everything or Birdman. Green Budapest is really good. Uh, Birdman, uh, something I really want to watch because it's what, three shots? 
three or four. I don't know how many it is. It's, it's supposed to look like it's all one shot. Oh yeah, it's it's supposed but to be a one shot. But there's cuts. a couple moments where it, like a pole passes in front of the characters, but that's a cut. Yeah. Um, there's one that's a very obvious cut that, like, it's it goes into a TV and then leaves the TV and it's a different scene. Mm. Um, so that's an obvious cut. But yeah, no, it's like. Uh, I want to say three or four. I'm going to Google it because I like fact-checking myself on the fly. You but do? Matt, what else? No. Uh, what else? What other things have come out? Uh, in the more popular sphere, uh, we'll save superhero movies for a moment, but yep. um, in the popular non-superhero stuff, uh, we got Hunger Games Mockingjay Part 1. Didn't need to be a Part 1, Part 2, but it's a solid movie otherwise. Uh-huh. Um, oh, I'm, really? The longest shot was like 15 minutes. No. Oh. So there's probably several. I would imagine. Uh, all right. Anyway, continue. She's good hiding them. Uh, the previous record holder for the worst movie ever made, Hobbit, uh, Battle of Five Armies. Can we just talk about how terrible that movie is for a minute? Which one? The Hobbit? The bad one. The bad. The really bad the, one. The, the last. The, bad, the worst bad one. The last one. Yep. Yeah. Go for it. You're the one with the, with the lectures. Uh, I agree with them, but you're the one that's got them prepared. So... Like, this was never going to be a good movie. This is an entire movie based around, like, the last 20 pages of a children's book. This is not going to be a good movie. Uh-huh. The way they open is with smog devastating Lake Town. And he flies overhead and burns, like, a third of the town. And he flies back overhead and burns, like, another third of the town. And he flies back overhead and burns the rest. And the entire town is on fire right now. And Bard is one of the only guys left in the town. And he's got this giant contraption that'll shoot a giant arrow um and so he's like okay well i gotta shoot smog down and he knows about the weak spot because the thrush told him it's a children's book yep you know um and so he gets up to this it's like up on a tower type thing and he, he climbs up there and he's trying to get smog and smog sees him trying to get this thing loaded but it's it's damaged from the fire and so smog lands on some roofs like 50 yards away and just starts climbing slowly over to him monologue. you gotta build drama for like a solid minute while bard um bard's oldest son who's about 12 runs up to be with his dad and help him bard's like okay wait i can make this work and so um use my son the, yeah yeah <laughs> no the so the thing the the arrow lays on in the bow for whatever reason that's not working so he lays the arrow on his son's shoulder yep and puts the string on it and i don't know how the physics of this are supposed to work and meanwhile smog's just kind of ambling oh you realize you have wings right you stupid dragon <laughs> you ignorant little salamander when do you think he gets shot down because <sighs> he's an idiot yeah and he just kind of ambles his way over and then bard somehow macgyvers this thing into shooting him and it's just the stupidest thing imaginable so it's it's really awful and then the movie just gets worse from there the um uh, legolas jumping up the falling blocks yep that's how physics works exactly and i don't know maybe you can do sort of a magic lord of the ringsy physics contrivance to make that sort of work well, your okay, brain so, doesn't register that as real so in in its defense he can walk on snow right and snow is ridiculously light right uh, which means he is ridiculously light. Yes. Like, he is lighter than, like, he's about as light as a piece of paper. So, and it, and obviously he's got strength That's to build. That's a density thing, though, right? Well, it's, it'd, be, it'd be a density thing, but <coughs> he's so, like, really, really not dense if he's, like, that, if he's the size of a human. 
and yeah. not dense enough to sink through snow. Not Gimli. Not like Gimli. Gimli's pretty dense. Gimli sometimes. sinks through fucking stone. <laughs> Gimli's a dense person. I was I was talking more it's metaphorically. Density, yeah. yeah. Um. But uh, if he's like super super strong in his legs, which I can imagine he yeah could be. He can do that. Like yeah. physically, he can do it. Yeah. It's, no, that's exactly what I'm saying. Yeah. You can you can put together some sort of half magical explanation for how the rules of this universe allow him to do that. Mm-hmm. When your brain sees that on screen, your brain says that looks stupid as balls. There's no way he can do that. Unless you're an uncultured person or a dumb casual, uh, filthy casual to watch not, and goes, "That looked cool." Not even like if, if you are this alienated a whole bunch of people. If you are actively willing to accept it and you go out of your way to accept something that your brain is screaming at you is wrong, you can make it work for yourself. Yeah. So, good on you. You 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 enjoy terrible movies. I hope you're proud of yourself. Anyway. Uh, anyway. I'm just going to stop talking about what that one because it makes out? me mad. Uh, Transformers 4. Oh, the... Um, the Dinosaurs 1. The dark. Oh, the stink, Stinky. A- a- Age of Stinky. Age of Stinky. I never saw it. Never saw it. Moving on. Maleficent. Oh, I saw that one. I didn't. Is it uh, good? No. Okay. Um, kind of looked like it wouldn't be. It was before I uh, had gotten into thinking about movies and being smart about movies, and even then I was like not really on board with it. Mm. Um, they do some pretty stupid stuff with kind of the way your personality is and stuff like that. Also, someone uh, we thought someone broke into our house. Uh, when we were watching it, so my mom had to leave about five minutes in and left and then came back and just sat outside. So that was like constantly in my mind. I'm like, holy shit, someone just broke into our house. Uh, and that was the summer of uh, <coughs> that year. Um, yeah, it, it was fine. Um, it, I'm not going to go watch it again. I don't want to watch the second one. Um, yeah. It felt like something that didn't deserve a remake. Uh, nothing really made sense to my recollection. Just everything was unmemorable except for the fact that things, some things weren't good. <laughs> That's not a very good sign. So. Yeah. Uh, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Never saw it. Just guy that's like pretty soon on my list to watch through all the apes ones. Yeah. It's, um. The Poda. I think that's the, the high point of a really solid all around trilogy. And then what's the, and then it was like the Rise of the Planet of the Apes? Uh, so Rise and then Dawn and then War. Oh, right. Um. Rise of the Dawn of the, oh wait, we, t- we kind of made that joke. Uh, yep, that yeah. joke has been made many times. Yeah, um, yeah, it's a, uh, it's interesting because the first movie is sort of maybe near future, loose, sort of soft sci-fi, mm-hmm. uh, and then the second one immediately jumps to post-apocalyptic. Yeah, same universe, same ape characters at least. Yeah, um, different human characters. It's just it's a it's a really interesting take on the blockbuster, and it's not a perfect movie i've seen it twice and both times i've been like it kind of just feels like it's missing something Mm -hmm. but i really respect it for what it did and what it tried to do and it's just it's a pretty well-made movie yeah and it's perfectly enjoyable on its own terms yeah so props to that one uh godzilla oh the (laughs) the 2014 one no fucking shit uh i thought it came out in 2012 (laughs) (laughs) um yeah i mean you had uh brian cranston uh you had a loud big big old monster that shot uh atomic laser into a uh, giant mosquito's mouth um i my brain registered those things as mosquitoes what are they called modas mutos 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 massive uh 
<laughs> Massive uh, tank. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it's Muto though. So. Oh. Um, tank. Oh. <laughs> massive ugly things. Oh no! <laughs> Whoop! <laughs> Oop! Oop! <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, it, like, what was the uh, the same explanation for Godzilla, right? That like it was remnants or uh, result of like nuclear testing. Yeah. Um. No, the nuclear testing awakened it. Oh, awakened one. it. Okay. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that and that's that is the same universe. Oh wait, no, As... it's Andrew. It was Andrew that I had that I proved. Oh, that. yep, yeah, no. You were there for that one. I know because yeah, I was like, was like, I'm pretty sure he's wrong here, but I also know that there's a good chance that he's right because he knows things. Yeah, so uh, I'm not going to so call him out. Andrew claimed that um, uh, Kong Skull Island, Kong, right? Uh, no, he claimed that this this one coming up is is the first. <coughs> uh, wow. Or not coming up, it's out. King of Monsters. King of Monsters. Kink. Uh-huh. Mm. Yeah. Uh, King of Monsters. That's out, isn't it? Yeah, it yeah. came out a couple months ago. Yeah, I, mean, I need to see that. I kind of want to. I haven't seen Kong either. I think uh, it was like man, King of Monsters was the first it. one. It's the first like big old introduction to everything, almost like a uh, uh, a BVS level of put them against each other and introduce them all at once, and then then we'll do more later. Pretty mm. good analogy, right? Like, yeah, no, I mean accurate. honestly, yeah. Um, but then I was like, no, the 2014 was the first one. They's like bullshit. And then I actually pulled it up on my, and it was like the mm-hmm. monsters universe, and it started with the 2014. Yep. And I shoved it in his stupid face. <coughs> Take that, Andrew. Take that, Andrew. He's, <laughs> He's <never gonna> <coughs> um, but yeah, so the yeah, it was. I mean, it was a good movie. I don't think they had the intention of doing an extended universe. I'm not sure. Um. But they had the Asian guy that played that always that they always cast for the Asian guy. Ken Watanabe. Yeah. Uh, um, they had. Now they have another Asian guy that they cast for all the Asian guys. The guy that um, that uh, uh, Mister the Negative Man looks like in the Spider-Man game. That doesn't help me. He's the uh, straight off the boat or whatever the. Uh, oh that, yeah that yeah guy. yo I know who you're talking about. Um, I'm gonna look it up because I'm actually wondering I can't remember about his this. Name, but he's like he's the Asian guy now. He played the Asian Jim in the Office, right? Uh, so he's now the. So now we have an old Asian guy and a young Asian guy. That anytime they need an Asian, they cast one of them because Hollywood is incredibly white and it's ridiculous. Yeah. No, I mean there's actually there's fresh off the boat. That's fresh the off the boat. I, Randall Park. Randall That's Park. Wow, that is a white name. <laughs> well, Park 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 is very Korean. Is it really? Yeah, it's what, like everyone in Korea is named Park or Kim, pretty much. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that at all. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. I learned a thing. There you go. Hey, becoming cultured, like actually cultured. Sort of. You know. <laughs> Knowing about Korean names. Yay. Um. Yeah. No, I, 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 I like that Godzilla movie just fine. It's not perfect. Um, it has some really great moments. It's got some fairly stupid human people things. When did Pacific Rim come out? Uh, 2013, maybe? How did we not talk about that? I think we did. Didn't we? Maybe I didn't include it on my list because I hadn't seen it. I'm going to look it up because, like, I always mix the two of them up. 2013, you're right. Mm. I always mix the two of them up because it's just giant monsters. Yeah. It's a solid movie. Yeah. Uh, 22 Jump Street. Oh, oh, that's a funny fucking movie. Yeah. Oh my, have you seen it? Yeah. Oh, it's so good. I really wish they're doing a crossover with Men in Black, aren't they? They kept threatening to. I don't think they're actually doing uh, through with it right now. Um, 
It is sad that that's the last one of the franchise, and they kind of cemented that to be the last one of the franchise because of the credits. Because mm. they were just like, these are the next, like, 19. Yep. And they're all funny, but, like, it, I mean, there's not much more you can do with that. But yeah. it's so funny. The, one, of, one of the most iconic scenes to me is, uh, like, almost of all comedy shows uh, or movies is the uh, um, uh, Channing Tatum's character realizing that Jonah Hill slept with Ice-T's daughter. Uh. And just like, ding, oh shit! <laughs> and like running around, <laughs> Schmidt something. So I was like, Schmidt, fuck the captain's daughter. And like running around doing that. I uh, I love Channing so Tatum. Funny. Channing National Tatum. Oh man, Channing Tatum. Yes, please. He is a oh, man. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right, moving on. Yep, solid movie. Funny. Uh, speaking of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh. The horrifying live action remake. Oh. Oh, now you ruined it. I was on a high of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and now I want to kill everything. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, that was a weird movie. Megan Fox, right? I think so. Yeah, she played the... Uh, What's her face? Whatever the fucking girl's name is. <coughs> um, Splinter looked weird. I think Shredder was in it. Wait, did you see it? I saw the first one, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. It was bad. I bet. Um, I, I remember them ski... I think it was this one, because I know... I saw clips of the second one, but I watched the first one. I believe it was this one that they were uh, sledding down a mountain on their shells. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and it had uh, Johnny Knoxville, which was weird. Uh, like, he was the one who played Michelangelo. Oh. Uh, the totally radical dude kind of thing. And he's, yeah. he's kind of got that, like, voice. That's kind of that's my interpretation Yikes. of Johnny Knoxville. Um, they had some pretty big names in it, I believe. Uh, who played Splinter? I believe the one who played Splinter is actually a pretty probably Digimon hand soap. Hefty, <laughs> Digimon hand soap. I I maintain that it's DiGiorno or DiGiorno Dijon mustard. I mean that's that's good too, <laughs> but um yeah, but yet because I remember that it just it looked weird. It it was unsettling. The whole idea is Will that Arnett like, was in this. Huh? Will yes. Arnett. Yeah, he was the bad guy. Uh, I think Vern Fenwick. I don't know who that is. I don't either. And uh, William, is it Fitchner or Fickner? Fuck if I know, dude. Oh, and Alan Richson. Uh, I think was Alan Tudyk in this one too. Maybe he's in everything. Tudyk's in everything. <laughs> but uh, um, do you have a splinter yet? Uh, Danny Woodburn no. played the character, and Tony Shalhoub played the voice. Okay, who played uh Shredder? Uh, Tohoru Masamune. Okay, yep, nope, never mind. Okay. Whoopi Goldberg was in this? Yeah, I remember that now. <laughs> oh, I'm remembering, like, bits of that movie, and it's just, like, it's not, it's not good. Oh, I don't boy. recommend it. Stick to the show. I don't know why they did a second. Didn't, didn't the second one get, like, 13% on Rotten Tomatoes or something? Uh, something like that. That's bad. Yeah, no. Let's we've, move on. We've spent enough time on this. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Divergent. Oh, stupid. Not good. Uh, I like the idea. I don't. I want uh, well, I mean, the a couple of the ideas were like something that could be used. I, I, they're basically what I equate to my early missions that I wrote for my D and D campaigns. That I had some interesting ideas, so I recycled those, but scrapped most of the rest of mm. it. They could do that. There's some interesting kind of ideas with Divergent of like having kind of different. I mean, it's. I feel like it's kind of a diluted, bastardized version of Avatar: Last Airbender, mm-hmm. where you kind of everyone has like a certain like yeah. area. 
something like that. Or a make-believe version of the wall where everyone gets assigned a job and then they do that job for the rest of their lives. Yeah. Or like the Guardians of Gahul where they have the same thing. All the little owls get, get their little jobs. Oh my god, you're right. Yeah. I randomly thought of that those books like a couple when weeks ago. When did the movie come out? Because um, I read those books. I read up through like four or five. Yeah, I read a lot were, of those. I really liked them, but I never like that was kind of the, is it, the end of my... Is it Legend of Gahul? I think so. Legends of Gahul? Legend of the Guardians, the Owls of Gahul. 2010. 2010. Ah! We yep. could have talked about that if we went one year back, but oh well. Um, yeah. Yeah. Hey, uh, that, uh, that was a movie. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, so Divergent. Bad. Uh, yep. diverged from being a good movie. And then there was like all the other like, uh, insurgent, resurgent, um, allergic detergent, detergent. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, con, con, No, I'm fucking moving on. Convergent. I mean, that's a, well, that's an actual thing. Yeah. I think that was actually one of them. Um, I don't remember. Oh. Allegiant. That was one of them. Oh God. For some reason. Moving on. Speaking of, sh- speaking of Shailene Woodley, The Fault in Our Stars, or as I wrote it in my note, Faulty Stars. Oh, yeah. That's the one that everyone was like, oh, sadness. <coughs> Makes it cry. Great movie. Who's the actor in it that is in now a whole bunch of other things? I don't remember. Uh, he's a guy that's kind of remotely attractive, I think. I'll look it up. Oh. um, Ansel Elgort. From Baby. Yeah, yeah Ansel Elgort. Ansel Elgort. That's right. He's like moderately attractive. Yeah. Everyone was like all over him. He's kind of an interesting dude, too. Yep. He's got a great band. You ever Will- heard his band? Willem Dafoe was in that movie. What? Really? Yeah. Willem Dafault in our stars? Yeah. Willem Dafault in our stars. Hmm. Well, neither of us saw that movie, so we have no... Because that's based on like a John Green? John Green? Yeah, that's a John Green. John Green book. Because he did the other one, too. Like the, Oh, Perks of Being a Wallflower. That's the other one he did that they did a movie on. I thought those Paper Towns was the one that he did that they did Maybe. Movie on. I don't I, fucking know. Because I actually read Paper Towns. I don't pay attention to those kind of things. Yeah. That's not my wheelhouse. <coughs> not mine either so much. What's next? Uh, Kingsman. Oh! How did I miss all of these movies that I've seen? You went to Metacritic and searched by Metacritic rating. Oh, that's a good point. Um, great movie. Such a good movie. Yeah. Quite different from the book. Uh, and we talked about that a little bit when I actually did an episode on the Kingsman. Right. Uh, so go back and check that go out. Go back and check that Self out. Self plug. Hell yeah. Woo. Uh, it's probably not super great because I believe that was kind of when we were learning how to be good. Yep. Um, we're, we're still, still learning. learning, but we're better now. We've, we figured out we? our system. Are we? Well, we're, we? We're objectively better than we were for the first two episodes that are very hard to find. That's true. <laughs> Those are on YouTube, I think. Yeah, I think they still are. Oh, God. I like how we redid both of them because <coughs> they were just not. Yeah. They're so bad. If you want to torture yourself, we should do a we should do a booze and booze on our first episode. Oh, my gosh. That would yes. be so fun. Just every time we, like, lose track, uh, every time I curse, every time, like, I, man, anytime I, like, we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll figure yep. out a, uh, a, a booze and booze for that. Still yes. got to edit the first one. Yeah. Second one, technically. Yeah. The first one disappeared, but anyway. Anyway. Uh, 302 Rise of the Empire, or whatever Never it's called. Saw it. Never saw it. Didn't look very good. Didn't make sense that that needed to come out. Nope. Um, Maze Runner? I saw that. I was with my friends in Georgia when we watched that, because uh, I'd gone back to visit, and uh, it was pretty good. I mean, it, like the... Was it? 
was fine. Like kids was got it? thrown into a. I don't fucking remember the movie. I just know that they're like, oh hey, we gotta go. We're trying to get out. And the maze runner is the person that would like go out and try to find where the exit is. But then there was something in the maze that would that would kill them or something. And then they got out and they found out that there's like everything's cancer or something. And they got to find the cure. And there's like the, some bad woman that murders people or something. Yeah. Really generic. Yeah. Man, there were three sort of generic young adult, novel. young adult novel yeah. movies. That's when the shit started because Harry Potter's done. Yeah, so they had a they had a uh, Hunger had a Games was sort of the next one to jump in, and then... yeah, they had a vacuum to fill, and they needed and they needed <coughs> fucking young adult novels to fill that shit in. Yep. So yeah, no, I, I didn't like Maze Runner very much. It's, I don't um, remember it enough. It's just it's stupid world building. It's very much the like everything is the dramatic word. So people <laughs> like they get stung by the monster things in the maze, and they come back and they. I don't know. Something happens to him. I don't even remember. Oh, yeah. that. Like it's the changing. Oh yeah. Or um, the I don't know. Everything is a the something. Yeah. And it's very stupid and very young adult. Oh yeah. Uh, and then the last one on this particular category is John Wick. Oh, <gasps> I watched that recently. Yeah. See, so much better than it needed prepare. to be. Yep. Um. Holy, holy God! It's just like over a dog, and I thought that meme was like over, like exaggerated the story. No, no it's literally he kills a bunch of people because someone killed his dog. Yeah, God and I mean, there's Theon. there's more emotional stakes than that. Yeah, but but stupid Theon. Yeah, what an idiot. Yep, he got what he deserved. Yeah, just the worst Russian though. Oh God, not even, not even yeah. Russian. <laughs> yeah, well, like because he has to speak Russian in a couple of scenes, and it's um. I think I said this when you talked about it on your watch you've been up to, but mm-hmm. there were people in my Russian one class that sounded a lot better. Than, I don't know if there was anyone in my Russian one class that sounded worse than he did. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's cause boy, he's, that was bad. It's cause Alfie Allen is just stoned all the time. <laughs> <laughs> that does not surprise me. Yeah. But that's a fun movie. That, that is, is, it is fun to watch. Uh, it is, it's a movie that, uh, distracts you from crippling loneliness if you need to. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a weirdly, personal thing for me to fucking say yeah <laughs> <laughs> moving on it uh shifted the paradigm of modern action movies there we that go it did it, it introduced the fast-paced accurate action yep it, with uh with lots of long smooth takes yep and boy did that make it to winter soldier mm-hmm oh just beauty action jizzed all over that movie speaking of winter soldier what are some superhero movies that came out this year uh guardians came out Winter Soldier came out. Oh, Winter Soldier did come out, 2014. So that would have been so Guardians, Winter Soldier. So what else? Came, hang on, I want to try to guess. There's one more, isn't there? Um, there's no more MCU because this is okay. when they're still doing two. Um, there's two non MCU and one of them we uh, already talked this about. This was around the time that BVS was starting to promote. Right. Because <laughs> they had don't a, talk about that. They had a two year a- advertising campaign. We have to we have to talk about that when we get to 2016. <laughs> Let's not talk about it now. Oh, I just got reminded of you. Okay, so uh, say what What was the... There's there's two more. They are non-MCU. We already talked about one of them. We oh, made so a lot Kingsman of jokes about one of them. Oh, oh, I, uh, Amazing Spider-Man 2. Yep. Uh, ew, Amazing Spider-Man 2. Um, yeah, we, we, we kind of... There's not much to talk about it. It's bad. It, it's a mess. It's, a, it's just... Yeah. 
It's a shame though, because Hans Zimmer took over the soundtrack for that one. And oh, did he? Yeah, and the music the music's actually pretty good. Yeah. Except Go for back that... and listen to our Spider Man episode where Matt talks about this extensively. Yeah. Another self plug. Yeah. That was a long time ago. That was an that old was, episode. That was an old episode. Maybe don't listen to that one. Huh. We'll listen to it and tell us if it's good yeah. or bad. If it's bad, we'll do it again. Yep. Maybe not. Music's good, except the remember the stupid fight with Electro where they do the itsy bitsy spider, but it's like techno because they're bouncing around some power station. I don't remember that. It's the worst thing. It. it is the worst thing. Was it this one or the first one where there was like the Spidey sense slow motion <coughs> like time freeze thing? Um, because that one was kind of cool. I don't. It remember completely that. bastardized what Spider Sense actually is. Mm-hmm. Um, but and I still have yet to somebody. Or, yeah, yet to have the oh, fuck. Let's try that sentence again. I still have yet for somebody to correct me on the spider sense stuff. I'm waiting on either Nick or Kalen to comment and tell me if that's if I'm accurate on it because they're the people that I know that are Marvel. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe Kalen is Marvel priority. If that makes sense, um, I'm I'm the only one I, that I think of my nerd friends that is like primarily DC, mm-hmm. DC obsessed. You know. Anyway. Um, but it completely bastardized it, it, it. Like slowed everything down. He set up some stuff. It was like the Flash, mm. like they needed like a. It was the first attempt at doing what they did with Quicksilver later. Yeah, no, um, I I totally don't even remember that happening. It's like so. a, it's like out in Times Square and there's people running <coughs> and like. That sounds like it was probably this one then. Okay, um, yeah, no, it was dumb. Uh, it's got some good quips though. Jamie Fox was is he, bad in it. You know, he gets a lot of hate for that performance. I think that. If they writing, if they if they toned down the writing a little bit, he would have done that character very well. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, I mean, yeah, he said quips like uh, uh, I actually talked about this a little bit in our Spider-Man review. Mm-hmm. Um, Andrew Garfield is the is the best quippy Spider-Man. Yeah. Uh, Tom Holland didn't really doesn't really have many quips. They don't write him quips. Yeah. Nope. Um, and Peter Parker or. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Toby Maguire. He is, just embodies Peter Parker so much as a thirty-year-old man in high school. <laughs> uh, he does some fun dances; those are a thing. And then he'll he'll get someone he'll get someone their rent when they give him cookies. Yeah, that was all three, right? Yeah. The dance I know the dances was, but the I'll get you your fucking rent or whatever he said. <coughs> and boy, you just coughed straight into the mic on that one. I was right name above it, <laughs> but then you coughed down and like went straight into it. Yep. Um, and Enjoy then, my uh, coughing sounds this episode. You should make me some cookies with nuts or something. And then, um, yeah, that's the that's mm. the thing he said to that girl. Yeah, that's just a... That was a good movie. Was um, it? Yeah, wonderful. Uh, yeah, Amazing Spider-Man 2 is bad. Uh, what's the other comic book movie? Uh, X-Men Days of Future Past. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That one was... That was pretty good. I remember really, really liking it in theaters. Mm-hmm. And then I don't remember anything about it. I remember it was actually, like, for being as complicated as it could have been, it actually was pretty easy to follow. Yeah. And I like that they combined the two generations. Yeah. It so was like a canon. It was a good, clean way to do that. Yeah. Um, I, so Matthew Vaughn recently said, um, was it Matthew Vaughn? I think it was Matthew Vaughn. Recently said that he wanted to do Apocalypse before Days of Future Past. Okay. Um, do it as a direct sequel to um, First Class, which would have made sense. Because you raise the stakes a little bit, you get to know these characters, the new characters, a little bit more, and then you put them all together in sort of a big climactic Days of Future Past thing. Mm. So, gotcha. They didn't do Dark that. Phoenix was good. <laughs> uh, <laughs> was it? No. Uh, yeah. So that one was. I. I. 
Oh, this is the one that, that uh, it was very centered around Wolverine. So they had like aren't they all, huh? Aren't they all? Not first class. That's true. They're literally the only like the, they introduced the that I think that was one of the first uh, comic book movies or superhero movies that uh, there was the rule that you could say one non-sexual fuck. Mm. So they had him say fuck off. That's a good one. Um, but then they wasted it with Dark Phoenix. Yeah. God, that was garbage. I I maintain to this day that what they did is they gave every character or every actor one time to say like they're like okay you can say it whenever and we'll keep that take but we'll do it retake it without you saying it and then they just chose the best one and everyone just butchered it and it made no sense anywhere mm-hmm. but they just took the best of the worst yeah <laughs> uh yeah what else yeah. happened uh well uh, uh do you want to talk about winter soldier or guardians <gasps> Oh, we do have to talk about the MCU wins. Uh, Winter Soldier. Oh, let's do Guardians first. Okay. Uh, get the bitter taste out of our mouths. Uh, I love that, like, you haven't seen this movie in a long time, right? Correct. Yeah. I oh, love, God. I love how my opinions have colored yours from when you were like, yeah, I like this movie. It's a fun, good movie. And I'm just, I'm bringing you down. You're bringing, bringing it down. down. Uh, I am very susceptible <laughs> to groupthink. <laughs> yeah, no. I think oh. that's I think that's part of why you you come came down so hard on Far From Home. Well, so that one was really just me thinking about it myself. Like I had my own reasons that I just started mm-hmm. shitting on it. Like you're just like, oh, here's a couple things I didn't like, and I was like, I really don't like the fact that Peter Parker's so sad all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and like that really pulled me down the more I thought about I, it. I think I think that might have just been some motivated reasoning where I planted the idea that I don't <laughs> like it, and you were like, okay, well now I've got to justify why I don't like it because Matt doesn't like it, and I. I have to group think with Matt. <laughs> uh, I've pulled you out. Of, uh, pulled you down on a couple movies before, <laughs> I think. When or up? I don't know. I feel like I've changed your opinion on at least one movie. Maybe at some point. I don't remember. Um, Didn't happen. Not true. Fake news. <laughs> Get out of here. Uh, so, Guardians. Um, it was fun. I. I I think I still would like it if I went back and watched it, but I don't really like going back and watching all those old MCU movies. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to go back and watch Thor. Definitely not going to see Dark World. Probably not going to see Guardians. Um, The only ones I'll really watch again are Civil War, Winter Soldier Religiously. Um, I'll probably see Black Panther again. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's on uh, Netflix right now. (coughs) I just went and saw that. Endgame. Uh, probably won't see Infinity War again, but I do want to see Endgame again. Stuff like that. Okay. Like, there's not many that I want to watch again. And Guardians <coughs> is one that I don't want to watch again. Yeah. I don't really have an interest in watching it again. I think... So, I watched it when I was, like... As we're, as we progress in our years, um, in, like, in our episode years, mm-hmm. not, like, as we get older. Right. Uh, well, we will be getting older. We're constantly getting older. Yep. You're always... Every single time you talk about, like something that you've done it's always a younger you mm-hmm. a younger me said that moving on fucking idiot um but like as we get a progress in our year episodes we will find out that my opinions will be a bit more like concrete because mm-hmm. right now we're still talking about movies that i watched before i gave a shit about thinking about the movies right. so this was like guardians was fun chris pratt's kind of fun and now i'm like uh, maybe it wasn't yeah, like. no, it's, I, I don't know. A lot of people enjoy this movie and I'm willing to accept that I might be wrong, but I just don't think it's a good movie. Um, I still think it's better than two. 
I still think two is quite a bit better. Yeah. Um, because in one, uh, the plot is just a super generic: get the magical object before the bad guy does and destroys the world. Yeah. Um, the characters, Groot is very likable. Rocket is likable. Chris Pratt is not. He's kind he's of the arrogant asshole. Yeah, he's he's just kind of an obnoxious jerk, but also playing sort of the awkward loser, and it's not a good combination. Yeah, and it just really doesn't work. Um, so having him as being sort of the lead, no, nah, not great. Yeah. Um, Gamora is pretty one dimensional in the first one, at least. Um, the action is kind of all over the place. Drax is pretty good. The villain is near the absolute bottom. It's just, you know. But he gets redemption and uh, he gets a second try in Captain Marvel. He's better than he was in Guardians. Is he? Yeah. He is. Was he? He's a little better than he was in Guardians. Uh, I maintain that Lee Pace is cursed. Oh, yeah. Because... Hobbit. He sh- he's yeah. Ho- he showed up in the Hobbit. He showed up in. It is hot in here. Yeah, it kind of is. Sticky. Um, I've got a hot laptop on my lap. Yeah. Uh, he showed up in two MCU movies, Guardians One, Captain Marvel, both not like worst of the worst, mm-hmm. but definitely bottom half, even bottom third. Yeah. Um, he was in uh the Book of Henry, which was sort of an indie movie by Colin Trevorrow that allegedly was so bad it got him kicked off episode nine hmm. that's right um you've, you've given this lecture before right i texted you this at one thirty in the morning once oh yeah that and you sense. posted that on instagram that sounds familiar yeah. right yes <laughs> yeah it's like this is what i get from from matt at one thirty in the morning I was like, yep. and i responded it's one thirty in the morning go the fuck to sleep <laughs> yep uh that. yep <clears throat> you got anything more to say about guardians nope all right winter soldier Winter Soldier. Oh, God, I love this movie so much. I need to have seen this more than once, but I've only seen it once. Oh, it's so good. Just everything about what makes Captain America great in this series. His butt? Wow. I just realized what makes Captain America great. (laughs) Fuck. Whoops. I hate that I said those words. Thought we were keeping politics out of this. Yikes. Uh, It's just like the... The the unknown danger, trying to figure out where it is, the hidden danger, and then suddenly it all just exploding at once. Mm-hmm. Um, having emotional connections to the main bad, uh, or not main bad, but like the the henchman bad, mm-hmm. um, and the combat, and the just like putting. It does what I like to do in D anD D is put combat in interesting places. Um, there's not very many like it's it's usually just like. Uh, oh, you're going to fight, you're going to fight out on a street or like in a house or like something like that. <coughs> what if we put eight dudes in an elevator yeah. all against one? That's great. How the fuck are we going to choreograph this? And just adding the element of the magnetic uh, cuffs mm-hmm. is great. And it's just so much fun. Um, Can I also just say how much I love the scene in Endgame in, in game where, they where reference he it. gets into the elevator? And it's like almost all the same guys. Yeah. And Captain America, you kind of see the realization on his face, and then the way he gets out of it. It's like, yeah. Uh, That's great. Best scene in that movie. I disagree. Definitely not, but <laughs> it's it's the one that made me grin the widest. Yeah. I think. Oh, I got so excited. I was I, I thought they were about to do a shot for shot. Um, anyway, moving on. We're not talking about that movie. Uh, it's just 
and then because that oh no civil war is the one that yeah okay so it's winter soldier uh they kind of the one thing i don't like about it is they kind of just do the oh we have an objective we got to unlock the three things Mm -hmm. and then we're good and so and it was kind of like some science technology mumbo jumbo wrapped in there yeah and just a concrete goal yeah the video game mode of movie storytelling yeah exactly um so that was kind of like but i mean the rest of it oh god it's such a fun movie you know you need you need excuses for your heroes and villains to do things and so yeah that's excusable if you do the rest of the movie as well as they do yep it's also the movie that put the russos on the map so yes it did we can we can thank them for that Uh thank thank it for them thank it for them and that's for it yep a nice little circle there all right what's next um there's a few more that i didn't especially like but i at least wanted to mention that existed um into the woods first half's really good second half's kind of a mess and it's into a weird woods. tonal shift that's the musical with meryl streep and anna kendrick and emily blunt yeah that sounds it sounds like a subversive fairy tale musical with meryl streep and anna kendrick and emily blunt should be great uh-huh. and it almost is the first half is really good, and then the second half, it takes, like, a sharp left turn. Yeah. And becomes a much darker and much weirder movie. Yeah. And it is astounding how much it just, like, cuts from one to the other. Yeah. So, it's all right. Um, two that I like less than the general population, but I should mention anyway. Uh, Edge of Tomorrow. That, I maintain, is a fun movie. Did not need to happen. It's just Groundhog Day. And what's the other one? Oh, Memorial Day? Memorial Day. I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) Memorial Day is a Nickelodeon movie. Oh, no. That's the same kind of plot. Oh, no. Guardians. (laughs) Or not Guardians. I said Guardians. Uh, Groundhog Day. Uh, It's a kid that has a band concert, a rock band concert at the Memorial Day Parade. And, um, he gets knocked unconscious every time. Uh, and Groundhog Day is also he dies, right? Every time he dies? Um, dying resets the day. In Groundhog Day, it's only, he goes to bed at the end of the day. He wakes up the next morning. and there's a couple times he, like, drove off a cliff and stuff like that. Yeah, no, he, like, he tries to break the loop by committing suicide, and it never works. He just wakes up the next morning. Um... (laughs) <laughs> but the the thing that breaks the loop for Memorial Day or Labor Day, I can't remember which one it is. It's the one that's the end of summer. Labor Day. Labor Day, then. It's called Labor Day because he's sad that school's starting again. And he's uh, like, but there's a girl up. that he has a crush on. Of course. And what breaks the cycle is that he gets up the courage to talk to her. I mean, that's kind of the plot of Groundhog Day, except dumbed down for Nickelodeon. Uh, no, it's definitely not Labor Day, because that looks like a um, a serious indie movie with Kate Winslet and Josh Brolin. That's, that's definitely not it. Uh, Memorial Day movie? Uh, well, there is a Memorial Day movie, but that's it also looks like either. it's not it. Yep. Also, uh, you can look up uh, look up like Nickelodeon or Disney for Labor Day. Day. Mm-hmm. Uh, Disney uh movie are you doing memorial or labor? uh i did labor okay um didn't find it uh I, i'm gonna track this down and post it on something and figure please, it out. please do because i watched it 
Mm-hmm. It's it's a thing. It's a real thing. There's like this I believe little, you. There's this little subplot of squirrels. Because of course they're it. Well, it's because it references the groundhog. Well, no. So it's Groundhog's like Day. it's these two squirrels that like interact with each other every morning when he wakes up. He wakes up in a tent in his back, parents' backyard. Uh, and there's little two squirrels I think on a fence, mm-hmm. and they like have, I can't remember if they talk or they just have an interaction. Or maybe it is Groundhogs. Fuck, I don't know. It's been so long since I watched that. It's just I was a reference like, to the Groundhogs. I was prepubescent when I watched it. It was so long ago. <laughs> um, but anyway, Edge of Tomorrow. Fun movie. Tom Cruise gets to kill some things. There's like a plot about the animal, the creature's uh, blood <coughs> doing some fucking time shit. Yep. The time shift thing. Emily Blunt. Very heavily. Huh? Emily Blunt's great. Oh, yeah. She's in that. <coughs> the uh it's the a... female half of crunt i love it so much yes i love them so much they're good um yeah no it's a it's a perfectly fun and enjoyable movie i just everyone's like it's one of the best sci-fi movies ever and no yeah no it's not really <coughs> speaking of movies that are not among the best sci-fi movies ever interstellar oh that came out yeah. Oh, I missed so many movies when I was doing my research. Um, I liked it. It was fun. Uh, where I don't think it? it was supposed to be fun. Sorry, I I was just spewing words that I do that I that I say when I have no strong. <coughs> I'm also scrolling down trying to find Last Day of Summer. Last Day of Summer. Okay, is the movie it's called. Uh, uh, his younger brother Jensen stars the Nickelodeon TV movie. His young boy who wishes to, wishes every day was the last day of the summer holidays. The plot, if you hadn't guessed, used to repeat of the day over and over again until he learns to conquer his greatest fears. Yawn. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, that's what it is. Anyway, anyway. Uh, Interstellar. That's the. So I'm trying to remember which of the. So that's the one that's um, Matthew Mahogany. Yep. And. <clears throat> He, they go to the, to Camino and then they come back and, uh, Mace Windu is a lot older. It's not actually no, not Jackson, Mace Windu. It's the black guy. <coughs> God, you were just fucking coughing everywhere. This is getting a lot worse. Uh, so we'll like, we'll talk quickly. Uh, it, it, that, that thing happens. Uh, they go through, uh, the, the, the fucking, they go around the, the black hole. Mm-hmm. Uh, he dies or something. And then wakes up and his <coughs> granddaughter is daughter daughter is running things. Yep. And it's named after him or something and something. Yeah. It's a, it's, he does that whole crying thing when he watches his son grow up and have a kid and blah, blah, blah. <coughs> Jesus Christ. We got to wrap this up shit or you're going to uh, fucking die. It's, it's an ambitious mess and it's Christopher Nolan's worst movie. Oh. Um, that too. Uh, it's Christopher Nolan's worst movie, but it's still a solid movie. Yeah. Um, it's, just strictly on the visuals alone, it's good enough to be at least watchable. Yeah. And it's got some interesting ideas. It just doesn't present them in a very coherent way. Yep. And a lot of the writing is people, like, explaining their uh, backstory and motivations mm-hmm. in excruciatingly explicit detail. Whenever we record our backup episode, tom- back episode tomorrow, you should get a fucking cough drop, my dude. Yeah. I'm going to have to. <laughs> that was good. Just a few minutes ago. Um <clears throat> Nightcrawler? Did you ever see Nightcrawler? No. Is you, that based I, on the actual character? No. Oh. I think you'd really like it. Uh, it's Jake Gyllenhaal as <gasps> a um, as a sociopath <gasps> who goes around um, filming. He like there's there's a whole like subcategory of uh, what? What? That explains why you, you do a podcast with me. Because I like to be a sociopath, and you make me sociopathic. 
Yeah. Sociopathological? It's not where I was going with that. I know. I um, ignored where you were going, and I yeah. wanted to go in my own direction. So there's just apparently this whole subcategory of people in the world called night crawlers that they go around and they film um, sort of violent breaking news content. So they'll go film car crashes and they'll go film break-ins and mm-hmm. uh, stuff like that. <clears throat> um, and they, they'll kind of just chase ambulances and cop cars around and film this stuff and then sell the footage to local news stations. And so he's a sociopathic, one of those guys. And it's kind of his descent into madness. And mm. um, I, it, it didn't click with me, but I respect that it's a really well-made and uh, kind of existentially horrifying movie. Oh, I love existential shit. I think, I think, <laughs> I think, I think you would really enjoy it. Okay. So I'll, I'll recommend that one for you, especially. Cool. Uh, 71 is one of the better, um, IRA, Irish, British conflict movies. I still, I want to do an episode of movies of sequentially increasing number movies. Yeah. Like watch the movie called one, watch the movie called two, watch the movie called three and see how fucking high I can get. If I can get to 71. <laughs> yep. That's a lot of movies. Well, we can, we can get to 300. Oh, that's true. <coughs> 2001. Yeah. Space Odyssey. 2012. Oh God. 2049. <laughs> uh, yep. Um, there was a most wanted man, which is uh, watch the entire 100 show. Mm. <laughs> uh, a most wanted man. It's uh, it's got Philip Seymour Hoffman, one of his last performances ever. Uh, based on a book by John Le Carr, who you might know as a guy who wrote Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy, <gasps> the original book. Uh, it's sort is of a nightcrawler. No, oh. this is uh, Most Wanted Man. Oh, okay. I'm done talking about Nightcrawler. Yeah. Um, it's a, it, it's set in Germany. Um, it's a bunch of spies and intrigue and different agencies with different motivations coming into contact and clashing with each other sort of in a very behind-the-scenes way. Um, it's sort of it, – it's it's similar to Tinker Tailor in that there's a lot of tension for very few bullets fired. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a little messier and a little less – um, I don't know, immediately engaging, but it's it's well done. It's interesting. There's like three bullets fired, I think, in Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy. Yeah. There's the one that happens, okay, like, I guess not specifically three, but three times. Right. Uh, there's the big thing that's surrounding, killing the guy at the end, and I think there's one more at some point. Yeah. I just said three. I know there's two. I know up two. I said three to give myself a cushion. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> to make it seem like I'm not talking about. Makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Um, a most violent year. It's got Jessica Chastain and Oscar Isaac, and it's set in New York in the early 80s. It's That's about all I remember list. about it. It's mm-hmm. good, but it's all I remember about it. Um, Sin City 2, it's honestly kind of a lot like the first one. Mm. Got a bad rap because it was a lot like the first one. Yeah. It's just like the first one. The first one's good. Yeah. Um, Pawn Sacrifice, which is one of the only good chess movies out there. I mean, one of the only good chess movies out there. It's not brilliant. It's not 100% accurate in its portrayal of the game mm-hmm. but it's reasonably faithful they know they consulted with some actual serious chess players yeah um so it's it's about bobby fisher and toby mcguire plays bobby fisher and it kind of mm-hmm. centers around his famous world championship match with mm-hmm. spasky in 1972 and leave schreiber who i really like plays spasky um that's the saber tooth yeah yeah you know who he is yeah. I, I really like him mm-hmm. he's one of the actors that like i think is most underrated okay um how's this for a pitch a uh, charming, well-meaning, but completely crazy, accidental, slash maybe on purpose, serial killer 
uh, talks to his cat and his dog, who are also voiced by him. What movie is this called? Uh, I I have a list of like what movies came out. I want to see if I can figure out which one it was. Uh, uh, Mr. Turner. No, that's about a painter. Uh, Ida. No, that's a black and white black and white Holocaust drama. Leviathan. Nope. Although I'm going to talk about that one in a minute. Stand clear. No, it's not going to be one of these. It's uh, (laughs) the voices with Ryan Reynolds as the charming main killer who also voices his own dog and cat, and the cat is a vicious psychopath with a Scottish accent. And oh, it's kind of delightful. It's a it's a bizarre mess of a movie, but it's super fun and really weird. Okay. Um, it's kind of disturbing. Mm-hmm. Um, I may be completely misremembering it, but I think he goes bowling with Jesus at the end. Oh, good. It's That's a, something you want to do when you yeah. your life. It's a it's a strange one. It's got to be a song called "Bowling with Jesus." Probably. <laughs> Uh, all right. So that's just some random ones I wanted to hit on. Uh, and then I have a few that I really liked from this year that I'm going to ch- make excuse to talk about yet. Okay. Gone Girl. You never saw it. Nope. It's good. It's got David Fincher or he directed it. Is it's, she gone? Uh, for is, part of the movie. Did she go gone? Bye bye. Yeah. Bye bye birdie. That's the whole point. That's why she's in the, in the title. Oh. It's got Ben Affleck in it. She's the titular, <laughs> titular Gone Girl. God. Hurry up with these movies. <laughs> Leviathan. Oh, yeah, that's a movie I said. Yeah, it's um, it's by one of my new favorite directors, Andres Vyagensev. It's about a big old fucking whale. Not literally. The poster does have a cool whale skeleton on it, though. Oh. Um, no, it's about a... It, it's, he's Russian. It's it's Russian. Um, it's about a... Talia al Ghul. <coughs> no. That's uh, a comic reference. It's about a dude, um, a, a very drunk Russian man. And he's in a small Russian town and his house is getting uh, illegally eminent domained by the corrupt mayor, who's also even drunker. Um, and it's about his struggle against a corrupt but completely unstoppable government. It's very depressing, very long, very Russian, very good. Cool. Um, the Babadook. That's on my list. Yep. That's a... That's a scary movie. Is that's... that the recent one? Or was there a remake recently? When he... There's ever, only ever been one. Really? Yeah. Oh. Well, it's fucking creepy. Yeah. It's creepy. It's sad. It's got some serious emotions. Uh, it's well put together. Um, it gets you thinking about stuff. It's a it's a real good movie. All right. Um, how about this? Uh, one of the darkest movies of the year stars Steve Carell, Mark Ruffalo, and Channing Tatum. That does not surprise me, actually. Okay. What movie is it? Foxcatcher. I haven't seen it. Yeah. I I talk about this one a lot because it's got Steve Carell in a very serious dramatic role. Yeah. And Channing Tatum in a very serious dramatic role. And Mark Ruffalo kind of looking confused all the time. Mark Um, Ruffalo looks confused in general. Yeah. It's just kind of his MO. Yeah. Um, So it's about uh, Steve Carell's character is an heir to, um, I'm blanking on the name, one of the big chemical companies. So he has a lot of money. Tide. No. (laughs) Um, uh, and so he, he decides he's going to build the U S wrestling team up to the point where it's a Olympic gold contender. And so he pours a bunch of money into it and Mark Ruffalo and Channing Tatum are brothers and they are very good at wrestling. And so they come and become part of the program, but because Steve Carell is, uh, 
creepy and not and kind of insane a little bit <clears throat> things start to fall apart and it's very bleak but very good okay uh ex machina oh that's a good one that's a great one good one a good existential yeah that robots and them taking over and or can computers be human? And hey, actually, ironic came out the same year as Imitation Game. Yeah, and all about the Turing test. Yeah, and the whole like uh, big old kind of twist at the end about what was actually happening. And mm-hmm. uh, 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 not Pedro Pascal, that's not him. Uh, Oscar Isaac. Oscar Isaac being fucking bonkers, dude. Yeah, no, he's so great in this. What a nuts guy. Yeah, what a nuts. What a nutso. Yeah, it's it's a fun performance. Yeah. Uh, he he had he must have had so much fun making that. Yeah. And Donald Gleason doesn't have a lot to do. He's kind of just the one that the movie happens around. Yeah. But he does what he does well. Who's the girl that plays the? Uh, Alicia Vikander. Oh, I have no idea who that is. She's Alicia Vikander. Oh, okay. Um, Academy Award nominated actress. I want to say. Aha! Uh-huh, that's why I don't know her because she hasn't won. Yeah. She's uh, a no one yet. Maybe she did win. Oh. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna look it up just because I want to prove you wrong. Oh boy. Uh, in the meantime, what did we do? Or what do we do in the shadows? <gasps> Do we do something in the shadows? She did win an Oscar. Oh, damn it. Uh, What we do in the shadows? Oh, great fucking funny movie. It's a mockumentary about vampires about to go to a big old gathering of monsters. Um, They've got a really weird uh, rivalry with werewolves. Of course. Um, It basically kind of follows. So it kind of gets kicked off by this random guy that they end up turning. A few like little side side storylines. and Taika Waititi directed and starred in it, and they're making a show about it. But yep. Taika Waititi is not starring in, but he's directing it. Yep. Um, it's almost entirely improvised. It's so so funny. It's incredibly funny. Um, Gage and I reference it all the time. Uh, there's there's a funny like when they get mad at each other, they start flying and like hissing at each other, and Gage and I will do that. Yep. Uh, and all the times that we get legitimately mad at each other, I don't think I've <laughs> ever been legitimately mad at Gage. I think I've been legitimately mad at every single person in this world except for Gage. <coughs> every single person? Individually, every single person in this world. That must take a lot of time and energy. Yep, I'm a very angry person. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's a fun... Because there's a lot of people born every day, so I have to get mad at them every single... Every, yeah, like, exactly. Like, fuck just... you for being born, you goddamn child. Coming into this world all full of hope and innocence. Yeah. Get out of here with that. Die. Um... But yeah, no, it's such a good movie. I full heart, full heartedly, wholeheartedly recommend everyone watch that movie. Yep. Um, especially if you think you, if you like Thor Ragnarok, go watch that movie because you're gonna love it. Yep. Uh, I've met one person that didn't like it. That person is wrong. That person is wrong. By that person. The person has already been bied. Okay. <laughs> you probably know who that person is now, don't you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, moving on. Is that it? Uh, it follows. That's the last one. Oh. That's a good one. That yeah. that is full just tension. Um, the way they just like pan the camera and dwell on things that you it shouldn't mm. dwell on for a yeah. little longer than it should. Yeah, and it's just like you if you if it dwells on a person that's walking, it terrifies you. I was terrified of walking people for two days after watching that movie. Walking people, you, you take people out on leashes and walk them like a dog walker. I'm gonna throw walking this pin people. at you. I know. <laughs> uh, Hope it puts me out of my misery. But like anytime someone would just be like kind of deadpan walking towards me i'd just be like all right i'm gonna i'm gonna go to the left yeah and see if they follow me uh uh there's the whole like oh why can't you just like get on a plane and fly to the other um fly to another continent it's because that is a terrible idea Mm -hmm. because 
if you do so the idea is that there's this thing that follows a person um and when it finds them it kills them but you can get it to follow someone else by having sex with that person it's a giant very ham-fisted uh idea of a or uh metaphor for a um literal uh, uh std you were blanking real hard on that so hard that's embarrassing for you um it's because i don't deal with stds very often there you go <laughs> there you go kids it's your, uh uh your words um you're blanking on this uh. <laughs> <laughs> moving on uh but if you have sex with someone it'll start following them uh but then if it kills them then it starts following you again and it'll it'll track its way all the way down to the f- we don't really know what the first person is i think if it kills someone doesn't it cycle all the way back to the first person huh i don't remember i don't remember the rules I just remember really liking the movie. It, like, it kills, and then it goes back down the line. Okay. Um, and then, so, like, it'll be, like, it'll, like, if if I had sex with a person, it'll kill them, then it'll kill me, then it'll kill the person who I had sex with to get it, and mm-hmm. then it'll kill the next, the person who, yeah, like, all the way down. Uh, I don't believe they ever explain what happens when it gets down to the bottom. Uh, it probably just kind of goes, it, it's, it kills them, stands up, goes, wow, now then- what? masturbates itself out of existence (laughs) it it fucks itself to death (laughs) shoves its dick in a hole that's got i don't know um it doesn't even have to have a dick i don't know what it it just makes itself have it It has sex with you by the way to kill you yeah um that's the idea uh you see it happen one time most terrifying opening to a movie i think i've ever seen yeah um because it introduces just a girl who it's being chased by or who it, it is chasing, but you don't see it. You just see her running from nothing yeah. and freaking out. And then she sits on the beach, makes a phone call to her dad or someone says, I love you, I'm sorry. And then it just clicks to morning, and she is fucked up, and her leg's broken in half, yep. and it is very gruesome, and it's terrifying. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, so, like, it's a great movie. Um, the, so the, the reason people are like, oh, why don't you just get on a plane to fly to a different continent? It's because... If you go 10 miles west, you know vaguely how long it's going to take for them to get to you. Mm-hmm. But if you go to a different continent, you have no idea, so you were just stressed all the time. Yeah. It's better to see your enemy than not know where they are. Yeah. So it's like that's kind of the idea is they just kind of like on the run constantly and they try to kill it. Uh, and then there's an ambiguous end, I yep. believe, yep. Uh, if it's dead or not. Um no word ever if they were ever going to do a second one. So let's just I don't think they should. Oh, I don't think it's so perfect either. standalone. Yeah. I this is <clears throat> I've talked about a few movies today that unless I they like, do an entirely different. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I mean they could they could do an entirely different that that work. Like I was thinking like something how you learn about the origins of it, like the first person, and then he's actually like some nutso dude that was like a um like a, a pimp and something like that. Like you could mm-hmm. have like the creation story of it and have him like be the bad guy, the guy who created it. Mm-hmm. And then you know, it's like a different kind of genre instead of a horror. Mm-hmm. It's like a, well, fucking have a rom-com. Ah, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Just such a jarring total shift of the series. Yeah. Uh, but what were you going to say? I was going to say, I talked about a few movies today that I watched them. I felt like I enjoyed them and then I forgot all about them. This is one that I watched. I really enjoyed. And then it stuck with me. There's six or seven just images and oh, yeah. scenes and moments from this that just, I, I think about it. I'm going to get both good and bad chills simultaneously, Yeah, which when, is a sign of a good movie. There's one that I remember where it jumps through the, through the door. Like the, he opens the door and it's it and it jumps on and then like, 
uh, it cuts to a different like shot, and then uh-huh. you it reveals like what the fuck it's doing. Yeah, and it's terrifying. Um, the one where the really tall guy really walks tall up guy out of the darkness. The yeah. No, he just oh, he walks oh, up out right. of the Come... darkness from the doorway. And the person who there's a person that it's behind that that hasn't had it, so right. It can't see it, and it just like walks past and like no idea. Yeah. Um, the one in the car. Where they put just put the camera in the car. Oh, and it just spins. And they spin the camera real slow. Yeah. And you see the characters get out and they go into the building and they do some things and you turn around. The camera's about 180 back and you see something walking towards it. Yeah. And you're not 100% sure that it's it, but you think it is. And that's the And point. it pans back yeah. and it's just kind of building the tent. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. Uh, I recommend that movie. It's just like. Yeah. It's a terrifying movie. Uh, I did for the longest time because Nick saw it. Hated like terrified hated it okay um i would torture him by like playing the soundtrack and like throwing it under his bedroom door and like throw it in his room and he would just come out screaming at me like i i i kind of pissed him off extensively yeah um pardon me wants to do it for his best man speech to start playing it set it down on the phone while i'm sitting down the table next to him while i'm doing the speech (laughs) just watch him like go like white (laughs) even whiter than he is um but yeah great movie yeah uh anything else uh that's all i got um Top five? Do you have a top five? Fuck. I, uh, Winter I'm, Soldier. Yep. Uh, it Follows. Imitation Game. I'm trying to remember what other movies fucking we talked about. Uh, Ex Machina? Ex Machina. Um, probably Whiplash. Okay. Fair enough. What was the other one that I'd seen? Um, I don't remember. Uh, oh, I forgot to talk about Lego Movie. That came out this year. Oh. Mm. I like it. I hated Lego Batman. Oh yeah, that's your problem. Fuck that. Fuck um, everything up. Yep. Uh, yeah, my top five. Uh, fifth place, either Imitation Game or Kingsman. I can't decide. Oh, They're very Kingsman, different. Yeah. Um, fourth place, Foxcatcher. Third place, Leviathan. Second place, Ex Machina. First place, Babadook. Right. I, I really like Babadook. Okay. I need to watch it. I watched a couple clips of it just to get. Yeah, like, no, you need you need to sit and watch that movie yep. start to end. In a dark room. In a dark room. room, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, what if, if I'm going horror movie, I go I go all in. Like, I, yeah. I go balls deep into the sadness yeah. and scary. I turned off all the lights and started watching that one about 1230 at night. It was... Whew. Imagine doing that drunk. You, you don't want to be drunk for this one because there's a lot of uh, sort of subtle nuances. So I really and... want to be drunk. No, no. Not just... Not because you'll... Just because you'll miss out on some of the, oh, the serious, okay. like, metaphorical and uh, gotcha. emotional content. Because there's a lot going on under the scenes. It's yeah. not just a good, creepy horror movie. Mm-hmm. Although, it it is. Yeah. You can strip away all the interesting stuff, and it'd still yeah. be a great, creepy horror movie. Mm-hmm. But it's got, like, the predominant emotion isn't even fear. It's sadness. Yeah. And that's an incredible thing for a horror movie to pull off. So. All right. Yep. Uh, anything else? Nope. That's Shall all I got. Me? We shoust. Uh, thanks, everyone, for listening to this. I'm... Sorry about my voice. Um, I'm preempt. Drop of energy about three quarters of the way through that. Yeah. <laughs> we had to take a break. I'm gonna cut it out. I have it marked. Yep. Um. Uh, preemptively sorry about whichever backup ends up coming out, where my voice will probably sound worse tomorrow mm-hmm. when we record that. Uh, next week is our Comic Con episode. I'm gonna hey. actually say that in a bit. Uh, you can find this podcast on SoundCloud and iTunes and Podbean. You can find us on Facebook, which we're just Justice Losers. You know how to find us. It's us. Just us. We're losers. That's us. The ones. Uh, we're on Twitter, at Justice Losers Pod. We're on Instagram, also at Justice Losers Pod. Uh, we got a Gmail, uh, Pod at gmail.com. 
So if you want to send us your extended list of your ranking of every single movie that came out in 2014, you can do that. We, You're an idiot if you do, because that's a lot of movies. Yeah. And no, and when I say all the movies, you know I mean all, all the movies. movies. Like an indie movie that got five screenings in films, one theater, short films. Short films done by college, some college student in Nebraska. <laughs> yep. Uh, everything from Bollywood, everything from Nollywood. Just... Nollywood? Uh, yeah, Nigerian. Oh, Nigerian okay. cinema. Yeah. No, that's hungry. <laughs> uh, I have no idea. Well, what's the Bali even? Well, I mean, if Nollywood is just Nigerian Hollywood. Oh, Hollywood. Bollywood. That's right. But I get it. What fucking starts with a B in India? I have no idea. Buddhists? They're Hindi. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure there are Buddhists. Well, but yeah, but the, pro- the predominant is Hindi. I, d- I don't even know. Uh, it's a question for another time. Yep, or someone will tweet it at us at justicelosers_pod at twitter.com. Yep, that's it. Uh, let's see. So next week, as I said, we're talking about Comic Con. We're just in, we're talking about all the all the trailers and all the news and all the exciting things that have happened. And uh, so if you've got thoughts on any of that stuff, uh, let us know. Um, maybe we'll do something fun like rank all the trailers or something. So you can send us all your rankings, your rankings for the trailers. I don't know if we're going to do that. There's way more to Comic-Con than trailers, though. I know, but we'll, we can make that a feature. Okay, yeah. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, if you got ideas for how we should format the Comic-Con episode, you can send that <laughs> to one of those <laughs> places I said, because we don't, we don't know what we're doing. Um, I think that's all the things I'm supposed to say. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.